0: If I could go back and change the hands of time Would I make it so we never meet Keeping all our moments left away As if that was never real, you and me See, I was green the again there lasts the solace and you never end All that it goes me with just pretend Just pretend Just so how do you get close with God How do you get to know God I'm going to talk about this in today's podcast, in today's YouTube video. Uh, stay uh, tuned and figure out the answer to that question. Just hey everyone, welcome back to Upload past crossroads uplift with your boy dr j sean christopher jenkins what's up i hope you're doing amazing it is 4 23 a.m and it is what thursday november 7 2019 and i'm here today with another message guys you know so how about i was on twitter and i be getting dms a lot on twitter and surprisingly Uh, I got a lot of followers on Twitter, so if I'm happy about any of my social media pages, it's definitely Twitter. If I never get discouraged about any of my social media pages, the only one I don't really get discouraged about is my Twitter. I mean, granted, I would like to get more retweets and likes because I feel like I have the greatest Twitter page ever. If you haven't seen my Twitter page and you haven't seen the content that I be tweeting, check it out. I'm telling you, it's the best page, and please share my page. Oh, my gosh, guys, like... If I really need a social media manager, that's something else I need. If you know anybody who does social media management and can grow my page, I mean, because I've done a great job. I got over 22,400 followers on Twitter now. So by the time you listen to this video, I'm definitely going to have way more than that. So, I mean, I could really use help in growing my pages. But, you know, it's just so demanding because I'm growing all my pages and it's not... It's not easy, guys. Like with well, my Twitter page, for example, I managed three Twitter pages. They're all my pages, so it's my podcast page, my YouTube page, and my main page. And it takes me two hours just to follow and unfollow people every single day. Follow and unfollow, and that's why my Twitter account has grown that big because of the follow and follow method. So I mean, don't listen to what people say. The follow and follow method don't work because obviously it duds. And yeah, all right. So let's get into it. So today somebody messaged me and they. Asked asked me a question they said you know uh they said she said i was just wondering how do i get close to god all right so how do you get close to god what a question guys how do you get close to god so if you have an opinion about that or well not an opinion we don't want your opinion what you know what how did you get close to god how did you get to know god you know write it down in the comment section No, how did you get to know god you know, because that's what she's asking. She wants to be close with God, all right. So, so you guys, when uh, Jesus spoke, he used to speak in analogies. He used to speak metaphorically, using an earthly thing that went around or went, around, you know, that goes on in that culture for people to understand what he was trying to convey about the kingdom of God, about God and you know, the word of God and just everything God, right? So this is what I'm about to do right here, right now. So how do you get close to God? So the question another way to look at that is, and that really answer the question, bring it home. So this is one way you get close to God. So ask yourself the question, how do you get close with your boyfriend? How do you get close with your girlfriend? How do you show your girlfriend and your boyfriend love? Well, that's, that's going too far. Let's talk about how do you get close to your boyfriend and your girlfriend? I mean, there's certain things that you do, right? Like you you got to spend time with them. That's step one. <laughs> you got to show them that you're interested. So you got to speak it to them. You got to tell them how, how you feel if you don't tell somebody how you feel if you don't speak it right then and there you could lose them right and then on top of that if you don't spend time with the person that you love do you really love them you know what i'm saying if you give everybody else your time are you showing that person that you're interested no you're not and then, <laughs> so that's how you get close to god you guys i mean i keep on going and you know i thought about the you know the five love languages when I asked that question, you know, how do you show your boyfriend and girlfriend love? You show them the five love languages. If you haven't read that book, check it out. Um, it's by Dr. John Gray or Gary Chapman. One of those two. Cause they, I read a lot of like love books, you know, preparing for my boo thing, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, you get, you show, how do you get, Close to your boyfriend or girlfriend, you show them the five love languages, you know, uh, words of affirmation, which is my love language, by the way, by a landslide is being all of them by a landslide. Then next is quality time for me, which is kind of close to it. It's the closest to it, but it's not it's still my words of affirmation beats it by a landslide. Then, you know, you got uh, uh receiving gifts. Uh, what was the other one? It's like action and then physical touch. It's not called action, but it's, it's basically just works of service, something like that. You know, acts of service. That's what it is. Acts of service. All right. And then physical t- touch. So those are the love languages. That's how you get close to somebody, right? That's how you show somebody you love them. So really what she's asking is, how do you get close to God? How do you show God that you love him? How do you show God that you're interested in him? How do you show God that you want to be with him? Because this is the most important relationship in the world. This is the only relationship that matters in life. You get this relationship wrong, guys. Your relationship with God, it dictates everything. Your relationship with God dictates not just your life, not just how your relationship will go in this world, not just how your life will go in this world. Your relationship with God carries over to all eternity, life after. Your relationship with God is the most significant. So if you get this relationship wrong, yeah, man i feel sorry for you so how do you get close to god guys i mean i basically just answered it so that's the end of the podcast you know i mean but i mean that's awful let me throw out some scripture verses guys like one scripture verse i always talk about on my youtube channel uh it's it's one of my favorites it's jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. it says uh if jesus this is one of his promises so this is why You need to know the word of God. So how do you get close to God? One way you get close to God. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. You get close to God by going to where God is. You get close to God by. I mean, how do you how you where is God? Like if I told you right now to go to heaven, how are you going to get there? You know, (laughs) if I told you to go talk to your God, go talk to God. How are you going to go talk to God? You know, so you got to meet God where he is. You can't talk to God any old way. You can't talk to God how you want to talk to God. You got to come correct. And that's just like in a relationship. You can't just love your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife the way that you want to. You got to love them the way that they want to be loved and the way that they receive love because that's how relationships that's why divorces are so rapid, rampant in today's time period. That's why relationships don't work out because we live in a self-serve a self-centered society. We live in a world that people just care about themselves and they just want to love love themselves and they and this is the problem that the book talks about that I was talking about you know with the five love languages they talk it talks about how you know relationships fail and end because a person tries to love another person the way that they want to be loved a person tries to show other people love the way that they want to be loved instead of showing the other person the love that they want. So remember, I talked about the five love languages, you know, physical touch, words of affirmation shit, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, and uh, I can't remember, what did I forget? Uh, receiving gifts, all right? So I talked about those five love languages. So does everybody receives love a different way? So how does God receive love, guys? How do you show God love? This is how you get close to God, guys. You get close to God by coming to him the way that he receives love. You get close to God the way that he tells you to get close to him. So how do you figure out how to get close to him? How do you figure out how to love God? How do you figure out just anything about God? Where do you have to go? You can't go to these. You can't go to television to figure this out. You can't go to the movies to figure this out. You can't go. To to the bathroom or your home or to other people to figure this out. No, you need to go straight to the source. So you need to go to God. So where can you find God? In Second Timothy three sixteen, it says that the Word is God spoken, is God breathed. So the Bible is God spoken and God breathed. That means that God speaks through His Word. And then I'm gonna hit hit it home right here. In John one one, it says, "In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word is God." So therefore. The Bible is God. The Bible is God speaking to us. It's his love letter to us. So if you want to know who God is, you want to get close to God. Don't you think you need to read the love letter that he wrote to you? and you gotta look at it back like an ancient time period see what is love man come on guys i'm tearing this up see the earthly analogy how do you show your boyfriend love and your girlfriend love man you send them love letters man you show them that you're interested man you give them you know you you know you, you spit that game you know what i'm saying so you send them that love like we live back in the ancient times with boats and no no uh cars or anything like that you know we'll be sending out Birds holding our mail to send to our lover or like, you know, we'll be, um, (laughs) you know, putting letters in a bottle and letting the ocean carry it. And hopefully and perfectly it gets to our lover. You know, that's what we would do. So it's the same thing with God. God wrote you a love letter because he loves you. Man, I'm tearing it up. So you got to read the letter. What does it look like if you don't read the letter that God wrote to you, the love letter that God wrote to you? Is that showing God love? Is that showing God that you're interested? Are you trying to get close to God that way? See, and the question she asked was, how do you get close to God? So how do you not get close to God? See, that's what most people are doing. So, okay, let's keep on going, guys. So in uh, Matthew 7, verse 7 to 8, I mean, I talk about this scripture verse all the time. So let's, let's yeah, go he, into it. He died on the cross for you and for me he's made a sacrifice for you and for me he made made a way to where me and you could hear from from him and that is jesus so you got to accept jesus into your heart in order to even be able to hear from god to be close to god you gotta accept jesus as your lord and savior in order to hear from god and get all the promises of god you know there's so many promises in the bible you're not gonna get those promises those promises aren't your promises until you accept the bible for what it is god's love letter for what it is you gotta accept every single thing and believe every single thing that's in that love letter that god wrote to you because he loves you and he makes sacrifices for you and you gotta accept that for yourself so yeah i didn't even try to go on that path but i did so like um so everyone so guys like if you how do you get close to god like if you lost your car keys (laughs) what do you do so if you don't know god what do you do so if you want to know god you want to show if your boyfriend you know oh yeah let's bring a lesson home okay like you know let's bring love into it if your lover was stranded if they got I don't know I can't I don't know what you know but just basically your boyfriend or girlfriend you can't nobody knows where they're at nobody's heard from them for days what are you gonna do you're just gonna hope and pray that you know they'll come to you one day you know you're most people would be like you know I'm gonna figure out where they are I'm gonna look in all the possible places where they are like people just don't vanish So, (laughs) like, you're gonna go looking for them. And then if you lost your car keys, you're just gonna hope that your car keys come running up to you. Or do you, are you gonna go look for it and search for it? So it's the same thing. If you love somebody, if you're interested in them, You're going to seek for them. You're going to look for them. And people do that all the time. I mean, everybody wants love. I mean, television, movies, that's all they talk about is love. And, you know, we're all looking for love. So we look for love in all the wrong places. We go to the wrong places up in the club expecting to find love in the club. I mean, who wants to be with somebody that spends all their time in the club looking like a hoochie mama? I mean, but everybody got their cup of tea. But that ain't mine. I mean, y'all crazy. But anyways, uh you know, but y'all get what I'm saying. So, you know, you, you look for things that you want. You look for things that you're interested in. If you're not interested in something, you're not going to look for it. So, again, that goes back to the promise that God promised. If you seek me and you seek me with all your heart, then you'll find me. Jeremiah 29:13. So, like, if you really want to know who God is, if you really are interested in everything and in, in really just having God in your life and really just receiving all, of, not even receiving all his promises, let's go deeper than that. I mean, you want to spend eternity with him, man. You want, you want to just really, just show him that you you love him. You want to serve him. You want to be a part of that kingdom, uh, that kingdom band. You know, you're gonna do things and show that you're interested in him. That goes back to Second Timothy like three fifteen. It says that you know, show God that you're you're a workman and you're without blasphemy. Show him that you're a workman that's without shame, something like that, you know, be diligent, study, show yourself approved, that's what it says, so like, it's the same thing, like, if you really want to know who God is, man, I already told you, and the Bible told you, like, the word is God, so you'll go to the Bible to figure out, you know, who God is, and that's another thing, I mean, like, with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, or just whoever you're dating, and you're trying to get to know them. You're trying to see if this person's right for you. So like with God, like you got to study them. You got to dissect them just like in biology, man. I'm turning this up, guys. You got to really figure out who this person is before you get. Go any further with them. It's the same thing with God. And the thing about that is, the difference is, I mean, God's been in existence for how long? The Bible's been in existence for how long? I mean, way longer than anybody else in any other book here or anything else here. So, like, it's the same thing. Like, but God, he has a reputation to keep. You know, he's been in existence for a long time. So, in saying that, you have a lot of studying to do, one. Two, (laughs) it's all, he lays it all out, out there. He doesn't hide anything. And that's nothing promise in the Bible. You know, there's no variation of shade with God. If you want to know who God is, he says, I'm here. I'm right here. I'm not hiding anything. You want to know anything about me? Hey, just ask, ask and it shall be given. This is what Jesus said, guys. Jesus said this in Matthew 7, verse 7 through 8. He said, ask and it shall be given, seeking you shall find, knocking the door be open to you. So for everyone who asked, they receive, guys. And the one who seeks, they find. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open to them. Man, this is God's promise, man. And there's another scripture verse that says it in the book of James that when you ask a question, see, some people are worried about sounding stupid. Some people are worried about, you know, just, you know, asking questions that everybody, you know, looks down at them upon. Or, you know, just everybody's just scared. Everybody just want approval, you know. And the same thing, I mean, some people are even scared to ask God questions. But, you know, if you shouldn't be afraid. I mean, we talking about God, guys. He promised, too. Another thing he promised in the book of James, he said, you know, do not worry about looking stupid. Don't worry about looking dumb with me. You can ask me anything. I won't laugh at you. I won't talk about you behind your back. Like, he, God doesn't expect you to know everything, guys. He doesn't expect you to just have it all together. The only person who got it all together and knows everything is God. Even the smartest person on earth don't have it all together and know as much as God you know, so in saying that, guys, you know, uh, <laughs> you get what I'm saying, guys. You can go to God. You can ask God anything. He said, come on to me, guys. Jesus said, come unto me, all you here, heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light, guys. Come unto Jesus. Jesus wants you to come. Jesus wants you to know him. Jesus yearns for you to know him. He wants a relationship with you. And this is, I'm bringing this home, guys. In uh Revelation chapter 3, it talks, that's like 318 or something like that. I need to memorize this. It's 318, 320, something like that. It, Jesus said, you know. First in Book of Matthew, Jesus said, "You know, foxes have foxes have hen holes, and birds have the nests in the in the in they they have the air. But you know, the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. You know, when Jesus was alive, you know, walking the earth and roaming the earth, you know, he didn't have his own home when his ministry started at the age of thirty to thirty three when he died. You know, he literally just." listen to God and went where God told him to go. So he went to Zacchaeus house or he would go spend time with uh, Peter's mother-in-law or, you know, he would uh, go to Bethlehem and Capernaum and Judah. Like he would go to so many places, guys. He was never in one spot. He didn't have a steady income coming in back when his ministry started. He was dependent on people in his ministry, but that's beside the point. Jesus literally, went to and fro guys. Like he went to God called him. So he had to be a light and and into the world. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, Jesus had nowhere to lay his head guys. But he said in Revelation chapter three, verse 20, this is one of his promises, guys. This is why you need to know the word. You want to get close to him. That's how you get close to him. You should be able to talk about the word like this because, you know, God, you know, God for yourself. So, you know, what he said in his word. But anyways, in Revelation chapter three, verse 20, Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door and I'm waiting to come in. I'm waiting to come into your heart so that we can eat and dine together and I can give you everything that you need for life. See, God. I mean, see, guys, you know, God. He wants to be there for you. He wants to do things for you. He wants to help you. And until you come, if you want to get to know God, you want to come close to God, you got to hum. first humble yourself. You got to. (laughs) That's another scripture verse, guys. You got to humble yourself. You got to pray and seek his face. You got to. And the first step is humble yourself, guys. And that's another promise. Let's talk about those scripture verses. Let's really break this down. Then you know they a false prophet. You know they ain't real. You know that you should avoid them. You know that ain't a true Christian. And I'm sick and tired of those bums. But anyways, I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm going to promote what I love instead of bashing what I hate. I'm not going to be like them. I'm not going to stoop down to their level. So anyways, if you want to know who Jesus is, you want to get close to Jesus. You want to get close to God. You got to come after him. You got to chase after him. You got to go to him. You got to show him you're interested in him. And to do that, you got to deny yourself. Then you got to take up your cross. So, you got to take up whatever it is that God's called you to. You got to take up whatever it is that God says to you Because God's going to tell you to do certain things. God's going to tell you to change your ways. God's going to tell you to go certain certain to certain places. He's going to tell you what He wants you to do out of your life. He's going to tell you why he, you were created. He's going to tell you all these things. And you must deny yourself because you can't do what you want to do no more. You can't go where you want to go no more. You can't have the life that you had previously. Because God created you for a reason. And it's time for you to fulfill that reason. You got to follow him. You got to follow wherever he takes you. And that's a hard thing to do, guys. And very few people do it. That's another promise in the Bible. You know, Matthew 7, verse uh, 13 to 14, one of my favorite scripture verses. Jesus said, enter into the gate from narrow, straight, and difficult. It's the way that leads to life. Very few people find it. Did I say that right? No, I didn't. As I used to enter into the narrow gate for broad, wide, and easy is the way that leads to destruction. And many go by it. But narrow, straight, and difficult is the way that leads to life. And very few people find it. You see, you guys... everybody's in this culture and in this world, they're going to tell you to do you boo boo. They're going to tell you to do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. They're, they're, they're promoting stuff that the Bible calls sin. They're promoting you doing things that God tells you not to do. And you know what those things are. Don't play. Don't play. And when you do those things, you're denying God. You're not following God. So when he says, come after me and deny yourself, you have to deny the things that you really want to do. And that's another thing. I am. This is a separate video that I'm going to do, but I'm going to just talk about it right now. Uh, so when it comes to you denying things, you know, every single Christian, guys, a real deal Christian has to d- deny the sin that they really want to do. So in saying that, you know, let's use a homosexual as example. If you're a homosexual before you come to Christ, before you accept it into your life, I'm telling you, when you're saved, you gotta turn that sin away. Same thing with if you're a drunkard, if you're a woman beater, if you're always beating women, if you're a prostitute. I mean the list goes on and on. There's so many sins. No sins are greater than the others. Nobody's everybody sins, everybody screws up. But if you accept Christ into your life, there's a right way of living. You have to come to. So if you want to get close to God, if you don't, I'm not saying you have to be perfect. I'm not saying you have to get it all together. That's not what Jesus is saying. He's saying that you have to deny yourself though. So he is kind of saying you got to turn away from those things. If you really want to know him, and you will because you're going to come after him. He's telling you how you need to present yourself to him. So you have to take up your cross. And that's a cross, guys. That's hard to bear. It's not easy. That's what a cross is. And we all have to do it. Every Christian every Christian has to do it. Every one of God's children. And God's calling you to this. That's why he's putting it on your heart for you to even be at a place where you want to get to know him. You want to be close to him. And he's demanding this out of you. And that's why... There's a way that leads to destruction, and many go by it. Everybody takes the easy road, guys. This road's not easy. You can tell it's not easy. This road's hard. It's painful. It's going to take a lot out of you. And that's Christianity. You know, a lot of these uh, preachers talk about, like, just, you know, give your life to Christ, and that's all it is. No, it's not. It's not. You got to cross, to you got to bear and you got to bear it all your life cuz fun fact guys whatever you, your sin is that's you know your your greatest sin everybody has everybody has sins that they struggle with everybody has sins that you know that entices them everybody has a sin that just really turns them on and they can't help but do it guys and when you come to Christ you can't live like that no more you it's going to be very hard to do that because That's not showing God love. Do you want to be unfaithful to God? Do you want to hurt God? Do you want to, do you want to not show God that you're interested in him? Cause we got to bring it back to love, guys. If you love, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's John 14, 15. See, guys, this is why it's important to know God's word. If you want to get close to God, you got to know God's word. So there's a lot of stuff you can take from this video that what I'm talking about and I can keep on going forever, but you know, this is this is what uh it's talking about. Let's keep on going. So in Second Chronicles 714, uh, one of God's promises is this as well. He said, if my people who are called by my name will first humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. See, guys, come on now turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. He will hear your prayer. He will hear that you want to get to know him if you do those things. Wow. That just backed up everything I said. Oh my gosh. And I will forgive their sin and I will hear their land. You see guys, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. You can't, you can't just come to God any old way. You got to come to him on his terms. You got to come to him the way that he says. And I know it's true, guys, because I had to do it, you know. And this is a personal testimony. So how did I get close to God? Let's just answer the question like that. How did I get close to God, you know? Uh So first of all, I made a New Year's resolution in the year 2010 to pursue God. I made a New Year's resolution in year two. You know, everybody do New Year's resolutions, right? Am I the only one to ever do a New Year's resolution? So my New Year's resolution that year was to read my Bible every single day. I made a promise to myself that I was going to read the Bible every single day because I would always go to church, guys. And I know I'm not the only one like this, but anytime I went to church, I could just, every once in a while, I wasn't, you know, some churches are just inconsistent. They suck. But you know, and that's kind of like, my home church, but anyways, (laughs) but every once in a while on those great Sundays when everybody just wants to come and worship, when everybody's really humble and just broken and they just want to thank God that they made it through the week, you know, really praise God for who he is because they trust that God's going to do more. I mean, they come ready. They come correct and they're ready to just just give God everything that day. Just pour into God. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Those services are something else. And have you guys ever been a part of a church service where you could just feel the spirit? Like you could feel the spirit with just the announcer talking. You can just feel the spirit with every single song that was being sung. And then not only that, those songs pertain to what the pastor was preaching about the Sunday school lesson, what, what the pastor said and what the songs were saying. And God was speaking straight to you and your situation, exactly what you were going through. And oh my goodness, guys it spoke to you so much. You just, you had, you just, you just felt God's love. You felt God's spirit. You felt that, you know, you just felt God talking to you and God was there. I mean, and you get goosebumps. And not only that, you just feel so much at peace that you forgot about everything that you're going through in life. You forgot about every single thing that's going on around you, even in the church, because you're just in the throne room. You're where God is. Man, that's a great feeling, guys. Oh my goodness! And and I would always feel that. You know, fun fact. You know, uh, in the year in the fall of two thousand nine, you know, first of all, my my home church choir they had a rough patch for like at least six years. So I, when I was eight years old, they weren't that bad. And but when I hit about twelve to like seventeen, they were they well. That's, yeah, 12 to 17. Yeah, 12 to 17. They were awful. Oh my goodness. They were tone deaf. You know, people off pitch singing and off beat. They always mess up the song during church service, guys. During church service. Tell me if you ever experienced that with your church home. Man, they just butcher every single song and they only practice twice a month so it was and they only sung twice a month so obviously they only practiced one time before they sung so it just wasn't good and then this guy named Trey Simmons I still remember him guys oh my gosh he I remember him in a lime green a collared shirt he had a beer belly had curly hair looking like jerry curls basically anyways he was a cool guy kind of feminine but like that's beside the point but anyways guys like he had all the choirs come to this choir workshop for my church and he had everybody sing. And guys, when I tell you, I didn't even know that was my church home. Cause the way he made us sound was like the angelic host. It was like angels for singing. Like, and I mean, guys, I'm talking about people who are tone deaf. Like just what I just described, like how awful the church services were. Like he had our choirs that were singing. The awful church services songs and stuff like that. He had them singing like the angelic host, man. And, guys, when I was in that moment, man, I every time we sung, every Saturday in 2009 in the fall, I could just feel God's love. I could feel, I could just, I could just, I was just at peace, guys. Like, I couldn't even remember what was going on in my life because when I was in that moment, I could just feel God. God saying it's gonna be alright. I could, I could feel God talking to me. And you know, guys, how do you get close to God? You gotta be in places where God is. That's another thing. So I was in a place where God was talking to me and he was showing me. And guys, you know, he told me. So I told you every single Saturday during that workshop in the fall 2009, I kept on feeling God's love every time I went, every time I went, guys. And God said to me, is this the only time you're ever gonna feel me like this? And I asked myself, because, you know, he asked me that question. I said, and he put on my heart, you know, shouldn't I feel like this all the time? Every single moment of my life, I'm God's child, right? God called me, right? He created me, right? I want, I'm his creation. I'm his. He, he, He owns me. You know, I was bought with a price. So in saying that, shouldn't I have a connection with him? Shouldn't I have the greatest relationship with him ever? Shouldn't I always feel that peace, always just feel loved and appreciated and just feel his presence and know he's there and hear him talking to me like I heard in that moment when I sung? So I made a New Year's resolution in the year 2010 to, you know, go to God, to pursue God, to study the word and really figure out who God is. But I really want to know God. And you know, God, it took, guys, it took a while, man. Like, remember the promise I told you in Jeremiah 29, 13. If you seek me and you seek me with all your heart, then you'll find me. So I studied the Bible 68 hours a day, guys. 68 hours a day. I studied the word of God in the year 2010. 68 hours. I didn't hear from him until Saturday, September 4th, 2010, guys. So it's the beginning of the year. 2010, all the way to September 4th, 2010, and I'm talking about, I took notes on every single sermon I listened to, I took notes on every single Christian Bible I was reading that had to pertain to, you know, a Bible topic, or just the Bible in general, you name it, all the gospel songs I was listening to, I was writing down ideas, notes, like everything that God was telling me and putting on my heart, I was asking him, you know, what's my purpose, what do you want me to do with my life, like, well, I wasn't asking him all that, all I want to do is know him. So I was just, you know, just saying the word, like taking it, you know, for what it is. And then I met him. So you want to know how you know, get to know God. You have to seek him and seek him with all your heart, with all your being. You can't. Per- it's just like if you're in a relationship, you can't entertain all the women. If you're a guy, you can not entertain all the women in the world. And you claim to one girl, the girl you want to be with the most that you want to be with them. But you're entertaining all the women in the world. That's not love. That's not showing them that you're interested in him. You got to pursue him. You know, you've got to fight for them. You got to hunt after them. You know, if you seek me, you seek me with all your heart. That's not seeking them with all your heart. If you're entertaining other people. And we talking about God. We ain't even talking about boyfriend, girlfriends, husbands, wives. We talking about God, guys. So you know what you got to do with God? With God. And that's the problem. It has, most people have a worded with God. And, you know, guys, if you don't, if you don't work for something don't expect anything and that's how people are you know they 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 think that they could just you know (laughs) just get received stuff you know like uh they they misinterpret the bible so much like from certain scripture passages, they literally think that they don't have to do anything God's gonna do everything. No, that's not the case, guys. you got a toll in life. you got there's a cross you gotta bear. you gotta walk with that cross. you got to take that cross you gotta follow wherever God leads you. That's how life is, guys. you gotta work for this. Christianity's not easy. it's not a cakewalk and all these preachers who' telling you that it is that your life's just gonna be solved in one day, no, it's not. it's not. Christianity's all about leaning on God continually always humbling yourself, always going to God, always pursuing God, always pouring into God. Then you'll hear from heaven and God will forgive all your sins and then heal your land. So that was the end of second Chronicles 714. But anyways, guys, so, you know, how do you get close to God? Guys, there's so many ways, but this is the main way. You got to find everything that you possibly would do has to pertain to the word. But, you know, saying it's just, you know, all you have to do, all you can do is read the Bible. That's no like the is <laughs> the the Bible is the foundation. The Bible is the source. The Bible is God's love letter. But, you know, in a relationship, all you going to do is just read a, the love letter that you're. Your significant other sent you. No, like there's other stuff to do in a relationship, guys. Obviously, right? So this is a relationship with God. So how do you spend? How do you get to know God? You gotta spend time with God, guys. So how can you spend time with God, man? I mean, first of all, there's gospel music. Then there's (laughs) a, and then there's the Bible. But also, when you read the Bible, like, do you pray through every single scripture verse that you're reading? Like, do you do every single scripture verse, guys? Do you struggle with? following the word. I mean, be honest with yourself. Like so many people, I'm not, no, screw the people who are prideful and everything. I'm not talking. Let's talk to the humble people right now. People who are real deal followers of Christ and everything. You have to look at the Bible. You're not going to do everything that's in it. Like how many people can honestly say they love their enemies? They pray and bless their enemies. Do you do that? So somebody killed your mother and father, came and took your lunch money, made you a slave, and then beat you up all the time and whipped you all the time and raped you and everything. You're going to love that person. And that's what Jesus calls us to do. So you're called to a higher point of living and everything. But all I'm trying to say is you got to pray to be able to do those things. You can't do what God wants you to do on your own. You need God's strength. You need God's power. So you got to pray for that. So there's so many stuff in the Bible. You got to pray for God, guys. I mean, if you want a better relationship with God, pray and ask, ask, seek it, knock, Knock. Jesus is knocking at the door. He's waiting for you to let, allow him to come into your heart. So have you let him in? He's continually knocking. That's the reason why you even got this question and you even came to this video and why that, that, uh, girl asked me the question, like, how do I get close to God? Because God's knocking on her heart and God wants to know her and she wants to know God. So it's up to her to take up her cross, to humble herself and to come to God the way that God called her to come. And so like, there's so many ways to get close to God, guys, but this is the base. So, I hope this makes sense, but, like, you know, you can pray, listen to sermons, read Christian books like I did, like, in the year 2010, like I was talking about, I read Christian books, I listen to countless sermons, guys, and one thing that helps me out, and I still do it today, is, like, with sermons, like, whatever I'm going through, guys, so, like, guys, if you've been if you've been raped, if you've been uh, abused, there's sermons for that online, on YouTube, so look up sermons about abuse, about being raped, you know, look up sermons about what you're going through right now, like you just got let go from your job, I mean, because guys, if you just, oh man, if you're struggling with being gay and homosexuality, look up scripture verses for it, it's all in the Bible, and I can't stand when people say it's not in the Bible, like, you know, uh, artificial intelligence, I mean, yeah, they would say that's not in the Bible, but it is like with the parables, with the way that it's orchestrated, with the storytelling, you just gotta, you gotta, you can't look at it in your own senses in your own sight you got to see it for what god meant it to be and guys why you think eternity why do you think we're gonna be in eternity with god why does how why are we gonna be in heaven with god for eternity because there's so much to know about god there's so much to learn about him that you're not gonna learn everything about god in a lifetime guys there's so much to learn about him and matter of fact you're not even gonna learn it in all eternity that's why it's eternity guys forever to really think about that so like <laughs> How do you get to know, get close to God? How do you get an A on your test? You study. You show yourself approved. A workman. That's without blasphemy. 2 Timothy uh, 5, 3, 15, like I said earlier. So, like, you got to study. And then, oh, that's another thing, guys. That's what I was going to say. You can't, not everybody studies the same. Not everybody makes an A on the test the same way. Everybody will. I'm not talking about with cheating and stuff like that. Don't get that out of your head. I'm talking about, like, not everybody... Has this, Not everybody can study and receive information the same way. So we all study the same way. We all see the... We all... We don't get to the destination the same way. It's like when it comes to, you know, school. So why would we do that with the Bible and God? So like, guys, like... When it comes to how you get close to God, how do you show God love? How do you grow in your relationship with God and everything like that? that it depends on how... You, how you you know hear from God the best because that's all that's all what it's about hearing from God how do you hear from God and in order to figure that out guys you got to grow in your relationship with him so man if there's a certain way I mean so I'm gonna throw that question out there guys how do you get close to God write it down in the comment section what are your thoughts how did how did you get close to God what did you do what, what do you and God do? I shouldn't say what you did, but what do you and God do? And because this is what this girl asked me, and I, I answered her question as best as I could. So, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, this is your boy, Sean Christopher Jenkins, a.k.a. Dr. J. Thanks for tuning in again. If you ain't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please subscribe. If you're not following my podcast on Apple Podcasts and Anchor and Spotify, Uplift past Crossroads, Please follow it. Please give me a hand clap and you'll know, give your uh, write in the comment section what you think, like your thoughts and everything, you know. Every single please. Guys, I need your help. I'm I'm begging you. First of all, I said I need a social media manager on my Instagram page, my Twitter page, you know, Facebook, like you you name it. You uh, LinkedIn. Guys, if you know anybody, I need help. Can you please help me? And then on top of that, uh <laughs> I need y'all guys to share my videos, to tell people about this channel, I need, I, I would really like to do this more, I would like to really upload more content, and give you more stuff, and just pouring more to my channel, like I said in my previous video, I need a video editor, so if you know anybody who edits videos, guys, I got at least now 18 videos that i need to upload to you guys on youtube so that means probably like 42 videos when i do shorts out of out of them so if i had a video editor who just edits videos a freelancer and they do that for a living and get paid man they would give y'all so much content from my channel and i, and I just want guys i need you guys help i want to pour into you guys more i want to do this more with you guys so if you know a video editor if you know a social media manager please help me but anyways, Thanks for tuning in, guys. I love you guys. I pray in Jesus' name. If you don't know who God is, if you're interested in knowing who God is and you want a better relationship with him, I pray in Jesus' name that you receive that relationship that you want. Because remember, guys, you're as close to God as you choose to be. And, guys, if you had a relationship with him and you feel like it, it's awful now, like, you know, something happened, you want to who moved? God didn't move. You did. So now it's time for you to forsake whatever it is that you pursued and entertained and committed adultery with him with and now go to him and show him that you love him because are you faithful to god or are you unfaithful to him is god the apple of your eyes is god the only one that you pursue or are you pursuing and entertaining all the distractions in the world and the lust and the, uh, the eyes and the pride of life are you pursuing those things Money, fame, sex, women, you name it. Money, oh, well, I said money already. Are you pursuing those things instead of God? God's all that matter, guys, so go to him. I pray in Jesus' name that you have the best relationship with God ever. I really do. It's going You're going to get there, but you ta- it takes work, guys. It takes work. Don't think it's easy. And I promise you, if you put in that work, guys, to get to know God, to pour, show him and present yourself to him. That you and show him that you love him. I promise. He's gonna he's gonna present himself to you, and he's been doing it. You just you only do that because you have to figure out how can you best listen to him, how can you best hear from him, how can you best, you know, show him that you love him. So. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, follow. You know, guys. Oh, and then on my social media pages. Man, please help those to grow. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Befriend me on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'll befriend you and Snapchat, too. I'll befriend you back. I'll follow you back. I got you. Just let me know you followed me, especially on my Twitter. Cause yeah, I got so many messages and stuff going on on Twitter. I don't see a lot of stuff. So just let me know. Notify me, please. All right, guys. You have a blessed one. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much. And watching it all the way through. Like, you rock. Especially if you're at this point. I pray that God bless you so much if you made it this far on the video. I pray that God bless you just so much. You have to beg him to stop being so good to you just like J-Bez had to do. All right, guys, have a great one.